solution. At yung profile na yun, there are two ways that people respond. People who strive to meet those profiles, which is weird, they will do anything to be witty, they will do anything to get a good background, they will do anything to get rich. Why? Because if you believe that this is what makes you someone significant, someone worthwhile, gagawin mo lahat, magbuha lang yun. Pero there are some people who don't strive for this. Bakit? Kasi they assume to meet those profiles. Feeling nila, eh nasa akin na naman itong lahat. I can do whatever I want. The world is at my fingertips. I want to stop right now and ask, may kinala ka ba who strives to meet these profiles? Yung kita ang trying to hide talaga. Oo, kung hindi kita yung katabi mo. Mahalap ka. O ito naman, may kinala ka ba na they show na bilib na bilib sa sanya sa sarili nila at alam nila na nasa kanila na lahat. Sa words nga ni Kim Chu, siya na si Mr. Wright. Nasa kanila lahat ng qualities and there's nothing to improve. Now, when we look at this, may tinawang problema tayong makakamala. Ano yun? Number one, if you strive to meet these profiles, sooner or later, you will realize that someone else has it more than you. And number two, kung sakali man na naminig mo siya, and as you strive and strive to be better than the rest, you will end up tired, burnt out, and consistently questioning, am I enough? At kapag naman inasyon mo na nasa'yo na yan, and you fail, reality will hit you hard and possibly to the point where you get and so today, and it's eating the nothing. We're going to look at the qualification, the requirement. Ano ba yung hinahanap ni God na profile for someone who will change the world and make an impact in his or her generation? Pero the message natin for tonight, can everyone read this with me? One, two, three. The Christian's call. Um, if this is your first time here in CCF, in Big, I think ginagawa namin. Um, we open our Bibles, we look at a topic, we look at a discussion, and we ask, what does God have to say about this particular matter, and how does it relate to my life and your life? So I invite everyone to stand up as we read our text for today. One, two, three, go. Brothers, consider your calling. Not many are wise from a human perspective, not many powerful, not many of noble birth. Instead, God has chosen what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. And God has chosen what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God has chosen what is insignificant and despised in the world, what is viewed as nothing, to bring to nothing what is viewed as something so that no one can boast in His presence. But it is from Him that you are in Christ Jesus, who became God-given wisdom for us, our righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, in order that, as it is written, the one who boasts must boast in the Lord. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, the man that we see you now, 
And we ask that as we look at this text, and makita namin yung hinahanap mo for someone, may we come to Jesus, may we see His plan, may we submit to it, and may we live our lives in light of your body. We thank you, in Jesus' name we pray. So, ito lang yung session overview natin. First, we're gonna look at ano yung profile and we're gonna do three things. One, we're gonna consider your calling. Ano yung una? Consider your calling. The second is acknowledge your position. And third is we will boast in the one who calls. So, saan ka kayo? Ano yung qualification ni God for anyone who chooses? The answer is wala. Tinan niyo ko tabi mo. Sabihin mo sa kanya, wala. And one of the things that sets Christianity apart from all the other worldviews is this. Um, lahat sila, may kondisyon na kailangan mo mag-i bago ka makapasok sa religion na yun, bago ka magyamit ng diet na yun. But with Christianity, we have this term called unconditional election, meaning God chooses who He chooses, He chooses without any precondition, and from there, He works in your life and my life. So, nandito ha, and the first objection that comes to mind is, yes, Brother Kyle, I hear you saying that God wants to use me, but I'm not qualified, then I tell you, you are in the right place, and in the right position of your life. And let's begin at this word called calling. Now, itong babasahin natin, binasa natin, at yung tatalakay natin for today. Um, on the one hand, it's a text after yung pagpili ng mga apostles, but at the same time, it's a wonderful summary of how they were called. Now, yung kausap ni Paul na nagsulat dito is not the 12 apostles. Ang kausap yung mga Corinthians. Can everybody say Corinthians? Okay, you Corinthians, they are an interesting bunch. Bakit? Um, yung character profile nila, one, sila po ang pinakamasakit na mundo na church check on. Why? Ang dami nang ginagawang kalapohan. Um, one, they were doing sexual immorality many in their church. Pagdating sa Lord's Supper, nagmumunahan sila. At hindi lang yun. May kaguluhang nangyayari sa church every now and then. And dalawang letters ang sasulat ni Paul para sa kanila. In short, gano'n kadami ang issue nila at mahal na mahal sila ni Paul. May mga kinalang ako gano'n na kumuhin nila. Susilapin na sila ng letter at hindi lang isa. Hindi lang dalawa. Hindi lang tatlo, kundi apat. At kagalaman mo na gano'n wala yung dalawa. Kasi sinabasa ng church niya yung dalawa, maraming mas masakit pa sa ulo ang Corinthian Church than we would expect. But, there is this thing with the Corinthian brothers. Ano mo yun? Meron silang sineset na pride. May standard sila. Eloquence, philosophical wisdom, and pump. Una, yung mga Corinthians daw, mahilig sila sa mga eloquent na tao. Yung tipong pwedeng wala mo naman yung sinasabi mo, but if you say it right, if you say it well, they will listen to you. At ito, hiningsan daw, wala silang pakailan sa sinasabi ng Bible. Ang mahalaga sa kanila, you are philosophical. Ibig sabihin, nasa yung lahat ng credential na ninyong nung panahon nila. And third, kailangan, you have pump. 
Ibig sabihin, kapag sinabi ng pangalan mo, yung mga people sa Corinth, they would be volunteers kasi may napatunayan ka. Kasi may yaman ka. Kasi may standing ka sa kanila. And Paul actually refused that. Bakit? He tells them, consider your calling. Hindi kung sino ka, hindi yung wisdom mo, hindi yung power mo, ang pagbabasihan natin, kundi kung ano yung ginawa ni God for you. And so, sa so, titignan natin, may tatlo po akong gagawin. One, may titignan tayo isang kaposan at para nag-a-apply yung principle na ito sa buhay niya. At the same time, titignan tayo yung isang person from the Old Testament since we believe that the way God works in the New Testament is the same way God works in the Old Testament. And then, saka natin i-discuss yung principle na ito. So, simulan natin with this guy called Matthew. Familiar ba kayo Matthew? Okay, if you have your Bible, sa New Testament, siya yung unang book na lalabas. Siya yung unang gospel writer na may encounter natin. Na itong si Matthew, um, kung titignan natin yung kanyang background, he would probably be one of the last na titignan na magiging isang religious leader. Why? Si Matthew is a tax collector. Now, nung panahon ko nila, kapag ikaw ay tax collector, hindi ka pinagkakatiwalaan ng tao. Ang tingin nila sa'yo, ikaw ay corrupt, iwali, at nang loko. Now, nung panahon lang nila yun. Hindi nag-a-apply sa atin niya yun. Um, now, ito si Matthew, it's interesting kasi, how did God call Matthew? Ito ba yung time na siya ay nasa church? At dun sa church ay nagbabasa ng Bible niya kung bakit siya na I am a friend of God, nakataas ang kamay, lumuluha, luhaba. No. And the way Jesus called Matthew was si, si Matthew was in the tax collector's booth doing what he was doing. And Jesus came and passed. And he said, Matthew Levi, come follow me. Anong muna nakikita natin dito? If Jesus could have chosen a group of people para tawagin, that would most likely have been you Pharisees or you disciples ng Pharisees. Bakit? One, yung mga Pharisees, mataas ang tingin sa kanila ng tao, they were the respected leaders of the time. At hindi lang yun. Sila ay mga anghel na mga mabait. In fact, makikita mo daw sila at the marketplace na nagpe-pray. And so, kung mayroon mga hindi ka pagdududahan, it would be the Pharisees. At ito, yung mga Pharisees, day and night, minememorize nila yung Bible. Si Matthew, ano minememorize niya? Debit? Credit? Kubit? <laughs> if Jesus would have called anyone, Matthew was the last person he would. But, that's exactly what Jesus did. So, ano makikita natin dito? Again, walang condition si Jesus or kung may condition man siya, baliktad pa. It is a counter-condition. Why? So that the focus would not be on the person but on Him. Uh, I, I, have a, I have a wonderful illustration for this. Sino dito, nung ikaw ay high school or college, ikaw ay varsity. Wave at you, wave at you. Okay, may ilan. Kapag magaling, si Ali, mula pa nung nung tryout, tapos nanalo yung team. Sinong pinupuli? Yung? Yung MVP? Kasi kung wala yan, napatalo yung team. 
And in fact, a lot of coaches, kaya may tryout, so they could choose the, the best. Those already with good qualities. But imagine if there was a coach na on purposely pinili niya yung mga bumagsak sa tryout. And they won the championship. Sino mapapansin? Yung athlete o yung coach? It would be the coach. It would be him who called and chose them. It would be him who trained and developed them. It would be him who went beyond who they were and made them into someone they could not have been otherwise. And so, isang natin, the way that God calls is He purposely chooses the unqualified and qualifies them. And so, we are privileged to have the call of God. It is something we don't deserve, but it is given, and we call it grace. grace. Now, hindi lang natin makikita ito ay privilege, ito ay isang grace, but you call me God comes from eternity. Now, there was this guy in the Old Testament, ang pangalan niya ay si Abraham. And si God, he called Abraham kasi gusto niya magsimula ng isang nation. At sa nation na to, magtatayo siya ng isang malaking pamilya from whom he will bring the promise to all of the world. Ngayon, kung magtatayo ka ng pamilya, anong kukunin mo? Bata o matanda? Malamang yung bata pa, yung may age pa at may potential pa, yung biologically fit. Pero si Abraham, kung tinawag siya ni God, he was beyond age of childbearing now. In short, itong si Abraham, wala nang biological means to have children. But God called him nonetheless and his wife. Bakit? To prove that he is El Shaddai, the Almighty God, who calls whomever he wills and uses whomever he wants. And so, I want us to ask this. Have you considered and experienced God's call? Um, kagaya ni Matthew, the first thing that God calls us to is God calls us away from our sin and into His salvation. Si Matthew, tinawag siya ni Jesus from a lifestyle of cheating, stealing, and, and just flat out sinning into a life away from sin, purchased from sin, and totally transformed. Ang unang call ni God sa atin is salvation. Everybody say salvation. Okay. Now, when God saved us, He saved us from two things. Sin and His own wrath. Sinasabi sa Bible, nung mula na nung nagkasala tayo, lahat daw ng tao is consigned to hell. And in this life, we are doomed to live a life empty, meaningless, purposeless, kasi we have run away from the God who made us. And when we die, may lugar na pinipare si God for those who want him, who don't want Him at all. Um, si C.S. Lewis, ang sabi niya, there is a place in the whole universe where God honors a person's will. If you will to be away from God, sure thing, spend eternity in hell. And so the first thing that God does is He calls us away from the hardness of our heart into His salvation. 
Ilalay ka natin yung kasalanan natin. Pupunta tayo sa Kanya. Tatalikuran natin yung decision natin. And we would decide by His grace to be saved and to be part of His wonderful plan. The plan of redemption. And so I want to come before you today and ask you this. Have you ever seen yourself as someone in danger of hell, trapped in sin, and in need of a Savior? Kung di ba, this is the first call of God. Repent of your sin, come to Christ, and be saved. Kung hindi, all the other calls are worthless for you. Now, the moment you're saved, hindi ka lang ni God from the consequence of sin. He calls us to a different kind of life. Ang tawag natin doon is the sanctified life. Can everybody say sanctification? Ibig sabihin ito, on a day-to-day basis, binabago na tayo yung habits natin, yung thoughts natin, yung emotions natin, even yung desires natin. Pinapalitan niya yun with the desires of Christ Himself such that yung domain ng kasalanan ay matatanggal sa atin at yung kalinisan ni Kristo ang makikita sa atin. Salvation is first and foremost positional, meaning sa mata niya, katanggap-tanggap ka, hindi ka na labas ng kahayaan niya, kundi pasok ka. And then after this positional, it is practical. On a day-to-day basis, people will see how God has changed you. But it doesn't end there. Meron pong call si God to ministry. Can everybody say ministry? Now, kapag sinabing ministry, hindi ito yung nakakadena dito sa church. A lot of us, when sinabi ang ministry, ang pumapasok sa utak natin is full-time ministry. Na ikaw ay seven days a week dito sa church. Uh, at lahat ng ginagawa mo ay nakapalibot sa apat na dinding na to. On the one hand, that is considered ministry. But that's not all there is to ministry. At the root of ministry is serving God in whatever context He has placed you. That context could be your work. That context could be your family. That context could be your friends. That context could be anything. At tinawag tayo ni God para yung sanctification na ginagawa rin sa buhay natin ay ipakita sa mundong ginagalawa natin. And as we do that, There will be a fourth call. Martyrdom. Can anybody say martyrdom? Now, kapag sabi martyrdom, medyo nakakatakot yung site na nasa isip natin papatayin. But, actually, you were the martyr, martyria, hindi yun yung ibig sabihin niya initially. Ang ibig sabihin ng martyria is to witness, to testify, na sabihin natin sa mundo, yung salvation na natanggap natin, sabihin natin at ipakita to the life that we live, and in the ministry that we do, ipanganyas sa iba. We are called to martyria to witness to that message. Pero, since we live in a fallen world, since we live in a world that is rebellious to God, sooner than later, we will face conflict, we will face hardship. And so, if you have received the call of God, definitely my blessings to all. You will have eternal life. You will go to heaven when you die. You will live a life different from the rest. Iba yung morality 
ng mga believer kasi it is God working in and through us. Meron tayong joy, meron tayong purpose, meron tayong meaning, but there's another nakasama yun, meron tayong persecution na may experience. But even that persecution is a blessing and a joy. Bakit? Because it is our identification with Christ. Kaya sabi tanong mo, kung nandito ka ngayon, can you honestly say that you are saved from your sin and confident ka that you will spend eternity with God? Second, kita ba na yung calling mo sa buhay is to transform and change life with love for God and others obedient to His Spirit? Na-experience mo ba yung calling to serve others in whatever context you're in? And ito, are you living it out so much that the world around you is offended that Satan and his demons are aroused and they can do nothing but be in anguish and react to attack you? If not, then perhaps it's time for you to reconfirm your calling. Now, once you know your calling, may isang sinasabi sa atin si Apostle Paul. We are to consider. Can everybody say consider? Ibig sabihin ng consider, to fix our eyes on, to see, to look at, to have our focus and gaze on it moment by moment. Bakit? Kasi the moment that we forget our calling, we will be Christians forsaking our identity not living out what God has purposed us to be. And so, ito po yung first point natin. Our first point is, consider your calling. And there's a power to the called life. Bakit? Kasi you are not someone tossed to and fro by the circumstances of this earth. But your purpose is set, it is steadfast, at hindi ka mapadadala hindi ka madaling mauhuga and you will have a life different from what the world offers. And it is a life that the world can only look at but never experience until it comes to Christ. Now, when we consider our calling, ano yung next na kailangan natin gawin? Well, kailangan natin pag-isipan kung sino ba talaga tayo. Ang uh, sabi ni Paul, Ito mga Corinthians na gusto nilang tingnan ang sarili nila that they are wise. That they know everything there is and that they are sufficient in themselves. They lean on their own understanding. And hindi lang yun. They like to think of themselves as powerful. That they can affect whatever they want. At kung may gusto sila, makukuha nila. Have you heard the phrase, What Johnny wants, Johnny gets? At naka-apply mo na ba yun sa sarili mo? Kung ganon, then I want to tell you this, you are living in a myth. You are living in a delusion and a lie. There are many things in this world that is beyond your power and control. And if you think that you can make this world into whatever you think it would be, alokohan yun, and you will wake up sooner than you will. Or ito, what if 
Ang basis naman nila ay yung noble birth nila. Kasi ako maganda ang connection ko. Ito yung past ko. Ito yung family background ko. How can you touch me? Well, that is often what the world looks for when it comes to its admiration of the self. Now, I want to spend a few minutes talking about self-esteem. Bakit? Ang meron movement today na sinasabi, you gotta feel good about yourself. You've got a lot. You are a champion. You are unique. And to a certain extent, that is true. But to a certain extent, it is not. Bakit? How many of you have seen people who are arrogant in their achievement and you know that it is insignificant? Bakit? Um, there are people na pinagmamalaki nila kung sino sila without realizing that in the next room, there's someone else who's better. At kapag pinagyabang ngayon, mapapahiya lang siya. Or maybe naman, there is someone na um, nakuha niya itong particular na bagay and nagduwen na siya doon for the rest of his or her days thinking that that is all there is to life. I tell you, if you are putting yourself in that, in that pedestal, thinking you are high, you are enough, you are a champion, the world is cruel. And that is good. Because if the world doesn't wake you up, eternity will. And the sooner you're woken up from the lie of self-esteem, the better. Now, Brother God, are you telling me that I should hate myself? No, no, no. I'm just saying that self-esteem doesn't exist in the first place. Bakit? The dictionary defines esteem as to regard with admiration. How many of you gusto mo yung mga taong in love na in love sa sarili nila? Di ba minsan parang nakakadili na? Yung mga taong wapong-wapo sa sarili nila, galing na galing sa sarili nila, there comes a time when you want to distance yourself from them. Why? Because not only do you know they live in a lie, but you don't want to be trapped in the same thing. And ito, the more they continue in that path, actually, magiging counterproductive yun. If they like achievement, and they are arrogant about their achievement, chances are, dahil sa point that they will not seek to improve themselves anymore. Bakit? Because I admire myself. Or about this, may kilama, wala pa niya tumuhan yung buhay niya, pero okay na. Kasi, I'm me. If you fall into this lie, not only will you alienate people from you, you will also harm yourself and you will harm the purpose that God has set for man, the design, the commission that He has given you. And so if you're here, at ang taas na mo sa inyo, I have a warning for you. The prophet says, every high thing will come down. And that means, if you set yourself high, God will be the one who put you down. And that should be his favor. And so, Paul gives us a more accurate view of ourselves. He tells us we are foolish, that our knowledge is limited. At hindi lang limited, it is fallible. Bakit? Kasi the human mind has been destroyed, has been distorted by sin. And the other we are weak. Napaka-dependent natin on many things outside of our control. 
We're dependent on time. We're dependent on our body. We're dependent on the, the political ethos happening around us. If the economy shifts, chances are your dream of success will easily be taken away. If you think you're powerful, wait for the next recession when the market economy crashes and you will find that you are weak. And ito, kung sa tingin mo, nasikat na sikat ka, and everyone cares about what you think, and everything you post on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram matters to people, but let me tell you this, you are insignificant to the rest of the world. The other 12 million people don't even know your name, and you will die not being known by them. Encouraging ba? Your world revolves around you. Kawawa ka naman. And so I urge you, set your world on something, someone else. One that lasts forever. And so, I want to ask you this. Have you come to a point where you see your lack of wisdom? Where you can say, I lean not on my own understanding, but in all my ways, I acknowledge God because only God knows truly and knows fully and I depend on Him, His wisdom and will and not on myself. Or ito, have you come to see yourself as unable to do anything apart from Him? Can you honestly say that apart from Christ, I am nothing? It is only when I abide in Him that I bear much fruit. Or, have you come to a point where you say, Before Him I am undone. You are highest of heights and I am lowest of lows. Who is man that you should regard Him? And yet, I dwell and rejoice in the fact that you made me and love me and have set me next to Christ there at the highest of heights, seated at his right hand, far above all rule and dominion. And the rap I depend on is not my rap, but the rap that grace has given me in Christ. Kung sakaling hindi pa, I pray that you wake up and see you are nothing, but Christ is everything. Kasi up until you do that, there is no hope for you to be useful in God's kingdom. Hindi si God dumagamit ng mga tao na bilib sa sarili at kaya ang lahat apart from Him. On the contrary, the only people God uses are those who have seen their inability and their need for Him. And, kung wala ka pa doon, God will break you. Huwag mo lang itayin. Gumapit ka sa Kanya and repent for yourself. I told you. Now, ito yung purpose ni God why He chooses that. To bring to nothing what is viewed as something for what purpose? So that no one can boast in His presence. Now, there, there are two examples I want to give. The first is si Peter. Um, si Peter, as a fisherman, looking out to Jesus, he was very willing to comply with everything Jesus says. Kapag sinabi ni Jesus, Peter, I need your boat. Gila, Lord. Um, Peter, 
sail to the middle of the lake so I can speak G Lord. Now the problem, si Peter, uh, that time, wala pa siyang huli. He had no fish to catch. And ang sabi ni Jesus is, Peter, cast your net. Now, ang sabi ni Peter, Lord, we've been fishing all night. And behind that statement is the statement, Lord, okay, okay, let's go. Pagdating sa theology, alam mo yun. Pero Lord, pagdating sa isla, fisherman ako, carpenter ka. See the difference? Now, I like the heart of Peter kasi even though sinabi niya yun na, Lord, I've spent all night and we've got nothing, the next statement he says shows a willingness to acknowledge Jesus is hired. But because you say so, I shall cast by you. And so, nung kinas niya yung net niya, nakakuhasan na madamit siya, inakit nila sa boat, and when Peter saw that, the response of Peter is something that I admire. He stepped back, he fell down on his face, and he said, away from me, I am a sinner. Ano ibig sabihin nun? In light of Jesus, Peter came to see who he was. I'm not an expert, Lord. I'm not wise. I'm not able. There's no power in me. There's no wrath in me that would make the fish of the ocean obey my voice. But you have all of that. And at this moment, I surrender. And hindi lang yun. In the Old Testament, there was another guy named Isaiah. Familiar kayo si guy na to? Si Isaiah, when he was in the temple, he encountered God, he saw the seraphim, the seraphim put coal on his lips, but I could never forget yung sinabi ni Isaiah when he came face to face with God. Woe is me. I am a man of unclean lips and I live among a people of unclean now, it's interesting kasi itong si Isaiah, may dalawa tayong alam sa kanya. He was a relative of the king. Noble birth si Kuya. And hindi lang sa noble birth, he had some influence in the court. And among the prophets, he was among the wittiest, the most eloquent, and in fact, pagdating kay Paul, Isaiah is the one who likes to quote. And it makes sense. Paul was smart, Isaiah was smart. But before the great God of the universe, this dignitary, this man with noble birth, this man with much eloquence and wisdom, could do nothing but what Peter did and bow and say, Woe is me. I am a son. And I think about our generation. Nakapag-follow kay God, I think chances are, gagawin pa natin, um, you would write a blog, book a video, book a press book, and you're going to say, look how special I am. That God appeared to me. That God spoke to me. I'm going to write a book. And it's going to be a Christian bestseller. And they're going to make a movie out of it. What on earth? Where did that come from? Anyone who truly sees Jesus has nothing else to say but that they are disintegrated, they are humbled, they are broken down, and they see themselves for who they are, and they say, Whoa. And if you are here tonight, and you take pride in the fact that you are a Christian, or you take pride in the fact
Hey, I am wise, I am powerful, I am of noble standing. Then I set before you God. And I set before you the heavy reality of Him. And I ask you to wake up to who you really are. And if you say na hindi ka, ganon. Let me give you two tests. First is the test of offense. Kung madali ka ma-offend, that means you see yourself too highly. Let me give you four scenarios na po pwede mong i-check kung nangyayari sa'yo this week or nangyayari sa'yo today lang. One, have you been offended when someone is praised while you are passed over? Kung ganon, let me tell you this. Kahit sabihin mo na humble ka, ibig sabihin you value your reputation and your contribution way too highly. Or ito, when someone has criticized your work, that means you see your ability and your power beyond what it really is. Or when you're offended because someone said, because you said something and people didn't listen to it, ibig sabihin, nasaktan ka na hindi pinakinggan yung advice mo. Maybe you value your wisdom too much. Problem this, when someone is respected more than you, you can't help it na manindihin at manindes at tanungin, bakit hindi ako? If you have experienced being offended by one of these four, then I have a diagnosis for you. You don't know your state and you must come to humility. But I have another test and this one might strike home a bit deeper. It's the test of suffering. Alam mo kapag may nangyayas sa buhay mo, and hindi ito maganda, and nagko-complain ka kay Lord. And in prayer, you say, Lord, I don't deserve this as much as other people. Lord, bakit sa akin mo ito binigay? I am good compared to others. Well, you regard yourself as righteous, and you regard your goodness above the that of God. Or the Lord, I did everything in my power. Bakit nangyari pa din to sa akin? Really? Do you really think your power can stave off all the forces of evil and suffering in this world? How about this? Lord, I did what I knew to be right. Are you telling me that God's wisdom in sending you this particular event is not as good as your wisdom? You see, kahit anong sabihin natin, there will always be something in the human heart that will lead us to a high view of self, whether we acknowledge it or not. And so this is my second point. Acknowledge your position. Because it is when we see God right that we understand who we are. And the more we know who we are, the better we are positioned to appreciate and enjoy His grace and to be used by Him. Now, I come to the shortest and the last of my points. Asabi ni Paul, if you really want to have an impact on this earth, know this, anything you have is from Him. Sino Him na yan? Well, Paul gives an answer and it's very simple. That is God. But everything you have from God comes in Christ Jesus. And so I want to step back 
And I want to discuss a bit about this story of election. It's not something we gave. It's something given. And it's given even before the world began. It's given even before time existed. It's given from time immemorial. From the beginning, see God the Father to show His glory. Na ipakita yung attributes and character niya. He decided to make a world. And when He made that world, He decided to make you and me to be recipients of His attributes. Na makita natin yung justice niya. Na ma-enjoy natin yung wisdom niya. Na maranasan natin yung love niya. And so that we would declare the praise of His grace. But at the same time, when God made this world, He knew and He saw that man would sin. And so ano ginawa niya? What He did was, He, from the beginning of time, He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world. And He sent Jesus Christ to die. Even then. To forgive men of sins. To cleanse us from our unrighteousness. And to show to all the created order how His justice and His grace are both magnified and glorified. This is your story. It's a story far bigger than your mere 17 to 8 years of existence. It's a story that will go beyond this earth. It will be a story sung for all ages by angels and people redeemed. And when the Father chose us and the Son died for us, the Holy Spirit in time is the one who applies it to us. He touches our hearts. He moves us to look at Him. He brings us His power that we might live and do what we were called to be. And the maganda doon. He did that just because He wanted to. Hindi niya ginawa Kasi he looked to the corridors of time and so, ay si Gento, may qualification siya. Ay si Gento, may Gento siyang quality na magagamit. But no! He chose you because he took delight in you. He chose you because he was happy in you. He chose you because he loved you. And that is all the qualification we have. His undying, unqualified, unconditional love for you. And so, I want to tell you this. Your calling, your being righteous, your being sacrificed, and your being redeemed is something that God gave. Not something you work for. And not something you have. And so, I want us tonight to with Jeremiah boast Boast in the Lord. This is the end goal of everything. And this is the reason why God chooses ordinary people and makes them extraordinary that we would appreciate, enjoy, and boast in Him all the more. And so here's my last point. And your first 
consider your calling. Second is, acknowledge your position. But third is, boast in the one who calls. And I want to ask you this, what do you hold on to as the basis of your boasting in life? Everybody boasts about something. Lagi tayo may kinikwento sa ibang tao. May lagi kang bukang bibig. May lagi kang pinapos sa FB mo, sa Twitter mo, sa Instagram mo. Bakit? We are a people called to praise. We like to tell stories. And I want to ask you this. Is the story you're telling your own? Or is it greater? Is it beyond you? Will it last forever? Will it be sung by angels? Will it be sung for all eternity across the passage of time? world There are two people I can think of from the people. It's Apostle Peter and Apostle John. There was one point where someone came to them and they were asking, uh, and, and, and the tongue beggar was asking, give me something. And Peter and John said, silver and gold have I not, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And you, and you uh, crippled man at all. What happened after? He stood up. He went leaping and jumping. Praising God. Bakit? Kasi itong dalawang to ay pumasok sa school of healing. Walang ganun. They were ordinary men who met Jesus. And though unqualified, they were used by God do great things, even doing things beyond human understanding. Now, the other person I have in mind is this guy named Amos. See, Amos, he was preaching, and then the, the high priest came to him, stop preaching here. And I like the response of Amos. Amos, I was no prophet, I was no son of the prophet, I was a sheep herder in Tekoa. But God called me. God chose me. And that is the basis of my ministry. That is the basis of my preaching. If you are here and you are questioning, you are being discouraged. And if you base your ministry on your qualification, let me tell you this, someone will always challenge it the same way Amos was challenged. But if your basis is your wisdom, your power, or your nobility, or your background, they will all fail. The only thing unfailing will be the same response of Amos, God chose me. Because that will never be challenged. It was set from the beginning of time and will continue to the world's end. And so, I'm going to ask you this. Can you say that your life is like that of the apostles. That when people look at you, they will say, they were uneducated, untrained men, people of no immediate significance. Save what? They were amazed and recognized that they had been with Jesus. The Christian's call is not based on anything from us. It is based totally from Christ. Lord Jesus, we thank you. Based on any condition, 
none of us would pass. But you chose us simply from grace and love. And for all eternity, we will rejoice in that. Lord, kung meron man po dito, na hindi pa pinakakawakan yun, I ask that you open their hearts and their minds and they will accept your calling. And if there are any Christians here, Lord, who are discouraged, who are struggling, who are themselves right now burnt out, Lord, would you open their eyes and they would consider that they would see the Lord, hindi naman yung calling ko nakabatay sa wisdom ko, sa power ko, even sa background ko. It's all based on Jesus Christ. And so may that be their encouragement. May that be their fuel. May it rejuvenate their tired hearts. And Lord, kung meron man po dito, na sa tagal sa Christian life, their hearts are being swayed into pride. Lord, remind them that they would be humble once again and they would appreciate your grace and appreciate all the more. And compare my Lord, who has nothing to boast or who is boasting in the wrong things, may tonight be a reminder that they have one boast. It is a boast unchallenged. It is a boast unsilenced. And it will be a boasting unto the world's ending, a boasting eternal that God chose me. He chose me. And that is something no one can object to, something no one can challenge. May that make us courageous. May that make us strong and passionate. We thank you. Jesus, thank you pray. Amen. Ordinary people, look to your extraordinary God and find your calling in Him. And the next thing we're going the first is consider our calling. Second is acknowledge our position. And third, boast in Him.